0: This is Noelle and I am here with Erica and we are super excited to bring you the very first Waymaker podcast. We, we Erica, are so excited. I know I cannot wait. Okay so first we want to tell you a little bit about uh, who we are, what we do, and why we do what we do. So Erica what is
1: Waymaker Coaching? So we just recently launched Waymaker Coaching and it's so exciting and What it is, is we are a coaching company and we partner with business owners and leaders Um, real estate agents lenders just anyone who owns a business leads people leads teams and we partner with them to help them accomplish and crush their goals and get where they want to be in their life and in their business Um, because if things aren't diving in their life there's a chance that's going to overflow into business and so a lot of times the people that we're coaching it's both on the life and the business side of things yeah absolutely and one of the things that i've recognized and one of the reasons
0: why i love coaching so much is because you know people don't know what they don't know and sometimes when you're in it and you're in the weeds and you're in the thick of stuff you don't you can't find your own way out so one of the things that i love doing is asking really really high level questions and getting people to think about what or the why behind what's kind of the barricade that's keeping them from crushing their goals and I like to ask them and and kind of enlighten them, like help them walk themselves to, oh my gosh, that's the problem. So we can start kind of pulling up, apart that issue and get them over that hump. That's probably the most satisfying thing for yeah. me when I'm coaching.
1: Yeah, it's so fun to ask those questions and, and really dig in and peel that onion back. Because a lot of times, like you said, when you're stuck, you don't know why you're stuck or how to get unstuck. And a really great coach is going to ask you those questions and help you peel out of that.
0: Yeah. So, um, I'm going to tell a funny story real quick. Okay. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, like Erica actually used to coach me. (laughs) Uh, so there was, there was one time I had just moved back from South Carolina and it was the very first time you and I met. Yes. This is the beginning of everything. (laughs) How it all started. (laughs) And so we sat down and you started asking me really, really good questions. And I had never been asked questions like that before, Hmm. like ever, ever. And I was stumped. And it took me a hot second to figure out like, okay, these are good questions and I don't have answers. And all I could do was spew to you my vision. But, and I was like, and I want to do this. And I want to do that. And I want to do this. And I was so excited about all these ideas that I had. And through your questioning and at the end of your questioning, do you remember what you said to me? No. At the end of your questioning, you're like, yeah, no, these are all really great ideas. And you had broken down some of like, okay, and how are you going to do that? And what would it look like if, and at the end of all your questions, you're like, you know what, it's, you just got to go slow to go fast. Do you remember saying that? Yeah, (laughs) and I do. (laughs) And that stuck with me. And so then I, you know, I kind of slowed down and shortly after I slowed down, like I took off and then I was like, what, two, three months later, Mm -hmm. I was coaching other people in the office. And so then- you coached me then I started coaching other people and then it just kind of grew into like this whole thing and now yeah. it is Waymaker coaching and yeah. and now this is the funniest part I think it's the funniest part we will get into conversations for those of you who don't know us or haven't like sat in a room with us we will get into conversations <laughs> like it is literally a million questions and like three answers like yeah.
1: it's just like question question. yes yeah and you know what's funny about what you said is it's not funny it's true is a really great question will invoke silence like if it's if if you know the answer to a question really fast chances are it didn't make you think or you're just you know not really processing the question that you were asked and so I think that's why you know some of those questions I asked you during that first meeting a couple years ago really stuck with you yeah or, or, or made you pause for a second because you hadn't Clearly, thought about those things. Because I still, like,
0: <laughs> I'm still, like, every single time I get going on something, even with, even with Waymaker Coaching, as we're mm-hmm. getting going on this stuff, like, there are still moments where I'm like, okay, Noelle, go slow to go fast. Yeah. And it's, it's two years ago, what you said to me, but that's what coaching is. To me, yeah. that's what coaching is. It's something where you can enlighten somebody and you can expose kind of some weaknesses mm-hmm. of theirs, right? Or maybe not even weaknesses, just holes in their plan. And you can help them kind of uncover that so that you can come up with a plan for for whatever that hole is. And yeah. you, can, you can come up with that system, come up with that process, come up with that fix. But I think that that's what coaching is. And I think that that's why coaching is so valuable because when you're in it, you're blinded. But when you have somebody else on the outside looking in, it's so much easier to kind of just... Uncover things and and you're working together in partnership. Yeah, and it's, it truly it's is a
1: partnership and that helps you move forward Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: I love that Okay, so that's a little bit funny about us and how we got started and it first started with Erica Making me think and you know, I was I was in I was in education and you had been you've been in How long have you been in real estate?
1: I've been in the real estate industry for 18 years now 18 years and she has coached top agents for how many years? Uh, just about that long yeah. yeah yeah top agents teams individual agents um, yeah business owners yeah
0: yeah and so you know and I I came from education where we had kind of prescribed solutions to every problem and we had you know a, a framework that we had to work within and you know the federal government dropped it down to the states and the states dropped it down to the local and, and and we we couldn't think outside of the box really um, because we had mandated things. And so the first time anybody had asked me questions about my thinking was when I sat down with you. And I think mm-hmm. that it's a powerful thing. And I'm, that's why I love coaching. When you can ask people questions about their thinking, about their reasons, about their, what they do, it changes everybody's lives. Yeah and it's exciting. Well, leading
1: leading someone through something is teaching them how to think. So coaching is teaching people how to think, leadership is teaching people how to think um, to get outside of that box that they're somewhat stuck in at times. That's what I was gonna say. It's not teaching them how to think in a
0: way that you think that they should think. It's teaching them how to think. To get get where they wanna go. Exactly, and how to process all of the information that they need to process to get to the next place do you want to play a fun game sure (laughs) Sure. I would love to all right so here's what we're gonna do so some of y'all don't know us um, and we want you to know us so I'm this is gonna be a lot for me but we have written down three questions I have three questions that I'm gonna ask Erica and Erica did you write down three questions you're gonna ask me I did are they good They're. I think they're good am I gonna blush maybe cool are you nervous
1: well, a little bit, <laughs>
0: a little bit because I don't know if I'll say something stupid, but well, <laughs> maybe I will. Yeah,
1: it'll <laughs> okay. be awesome.
0: So who do you want to go first? Who, who do you want to ask the first question? You, you can ask the first question. I can ask the first You question. can ask
1: the first question. I'll
0: allow it. <laughs> you'll allow it. Uh, you'll learn that that's something that we say. Okay. When did you, this is kind of a serious question. It's not quite funny yet, but I have funny ones. Okay. When did you first realize that you loved coaching? Was it, like, a particular moment? Like, did you have, like, an out-of-body experience where you're like, oh, my gosh, this is it? Was it a particular moment with an agent where you maybe had a success Mm -hmm. and, like, you were super stoked about it and you're like, this is what I want to do? When did you first realize that?
1: So I think I've known since a very young age that... um, naturally i'm just a leader i i've always led people i've always taken the lead in situations whether it was in school at a job it it didn't matter i was just i've just always been a leader and so whenever um i encountered someone professionally personally however and they were stuck or they had a challenge or they had a goal or they wanted to be somewhere that they were not currently um, I've just always been that person to ask questions and dig in and like <laughs> figure out a plan. Like let's, if if that's important to you, let's figure out how to get you there. And so that's naturally who I've always been. And so there wasn't like a light bulb moment for me. Mm-hmm. I think organically over the last 18 years, I've grown tremendously professionally and personally. And the roles that I've held in real estate and in leadership, it's just it's kind of evolved that way yeah so there wasn't necessarily a light bulb moment for me but I've always found my passion in coaching in um, in leading people in helping people to get where they want to go and figuring out solutions um, I am that person that you can absolutely come to with your problems your challenges all the things that and is yet, true. <laughs> that is true and yet. <laughs> um we're gonna figure out a solution so yeah. i'm not going to allow anyone in my world to stay stuck there um i will listen yeah. i will ask you questions i will get everything i need out of you to help you move forward and to pivot that conversation yeah. so you can get where you need to be and and to get unstuck and sometimes getting unstuck doesn't happen overnight sometimes yeah. it takes a week a month a year two years five years yep. um and yet we're going to start crawling to get you unstuck so yeah. um for me, it's just pivoting every conversation to find a solution or to find a step forward instead of just allowing the person I'm talking to. This could be my kids. This could be someone in a work setting. It could be someone I'm coaching. Noelle's pointing to herself across the <laughs> table. It could be, it her. Could be me. Um, it <laughs> could be myself sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. And I think we all have that self-talk at times too. Yeah. It's like, well, is is staying in this mindset or in this feeling healthy, right? Yeah. Um, so for me, I don't know that there was a light bulb moment. It's just kind of part of who I am Yeah. and I love it. I can see
0: that. And I'm glad that you mentioned the part about like you, you like to ask questions when people are stuck and you like to hear them out and you do, you do a great job of that. I think that what's most valuable about you though, is that you actually pivot that conversation from being stuck to cool.
1: That's and, the problem.
0: Yeah. And what are you going to do about it? Exactly. I think that's the most powerful thing that you or any coach, like that's, that's what you do. Hey, I'm here for you. Let me hear you out. And I'm not going to let you stay there because I care about you too much. I'm not going to let you stay there. Yeah.
1: And you told me X, Y, and Z was important to you, or you told me this was a challenge. So instead of you staying stuck in that space, physically, mentally, both, let's move forward and let's figure out a plan together to get you there.
0: Yep. I agree. That's a good answer. All right. Oh, geez. Okay, go ahead.
1: So I'm gonna start with a fun one. Okay. Um, what are one or two of your favorite sayings, and give me a story of where they came from. And you know exactly why I'm asking you that. <laughs> okay, so one of my favorite sayings is probably
0: the one that I say most often, and it's, it's fine, I'm fine, everything's fine. And the reason is, well, when we sat down that first time, I had come back, y'all, the past, what, three, four years have been just (laughs) nonsense for me. But um, I had just moved back from South Carolina, and I was there for seven weeks. And I had come back, and it was just chaos all in my world. And I was like, I was no longer teaching. It was real estate, and that was it. And I had to make it work. And so, like, I had the weight of the world on my shoulders, and I'm spewing all of my, this is where I'm stuck, this is what I want to do, this is how... And I'm spewing it all out to you. And I'm like, yeah, but it's fine. Yeah, I'm fine. No, everything's fine. Like <laughs> It was and, your self-talk. It was my self-talk. And I would literally use it. And I use it as humor. I use humor a lot mm-hmm. when like there's a difficult situation. But I would, I would use it a lot and it literally calms me down. And it also brings everything into perspective for me and anybody around me. Like I like to bring things, yeah, but it's fine. I'm fine, everything's fine. And everything is always fine. Yeah. It really is. Maybe not at that moment <laughs> under those circumstances, but that's one of the funniest one of the funniest phrases that I use. Um, another one is probably I'll allow it. Like I say that a lot, and now you've picked that up. Mm-hmm. Heard, there's too many to pick from. I think yeah. I have a lot. Yeah. Uh, but you know, just joking. Like when we're yeah. coming, especially like working together in with Waymaker. Uh, when we're doing things, and you know, you've come up with a great idea. Or something like that, and I like it. Mm -hmm. Instead, that's another one. I like it. I like it. (laughs) But instead of just saying like, no, that's that's great, I'll be like, I'll allow it. Yeah, yeah. And and it's just my way of like, again, bringing humor into the situation and just saying like, I like it. It's great. Carry on. Yeah, I love
1: that. (laughs) Thank you for sharing. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay,
0: I have a funny one for you
1: too. And
0: I need you to be as detailed as possible. Oh, my goodness. I need you to really paint this picture. Okay.
1: Okay. I'm ready. What is the worst job you've ever had? <laughs> <laughs> the worst job I've ever had. Okay. So when I was in high school, um, I, 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 I told and I told Noelle this story before, so mm-hmm. I'm excited to share it again. <laughs> um, I don't even re- recollect how or where I found this job. Um, and and later in high school, I actually landed an amazing job at an insurance trucking company, and it was awesome. And working in the claims and insurance department, and all the things. So we'll just preface this with that, okay? Um, however, <laughs> at one point, you made it to success. Yeah, this was I a stepping stone. Yeah, this was just a stepping stone. So we're just gonna we're gonna start with that. Um, so I again don't know how I found this job. It was probably in the newspaper. Maybe there was like. A sign on the side of the road. I don't know. Um, and yet, so what it was was it was a shopping center, um, a very small, somewhat run down shopping center. It was about a five to seven minute walk from home, so you know, didn't need a ride to get there. Right. Um, a high schooler's dream, right? right. Like I I'm can make sense. money. I don't have to rely on anyone to drive me there. All the things. Um, I so so it was what I did was I would I would go in. It was a very small place um and what we did there was we we did laundry for hospitals okay and so I was responsible for folding okay (laughs) like well let me back up so I would go to the dryer once Mm -hmm. things were dry right um because they had been cleaned right Right. and we got to start there and then I'm pulling out blankets and sheets and towels and pillowcases you know and the occasional um doctor you know like jacket, jacket or whatever coat um you know just to keep it interesting because if we just folded one type of thing that wouldn't be very exciting yeah, now they
0: need to you know keep things yeah keep on your toe yeah because they have to keep things interesting because you can't just fold one
1: thing yeah I mean that would that would not be a fun job so um, <laughs> with the, so with the coat yes it is uh it is <laughs> I guess you know you gotta you always have to look for the positive right Yeah, and so, you're good at that so, um, so yeah, so we're folding sheets and towels and blankets and coats and all these things for hospitals. And, um, so aside from being in a very small space, surrounded by washers and dryers, um, no windows, you know, yeah, at all. Cause you so walk cool. in and that's just, that's it. Um, you know, there's probably about four or five other ladies that worked there. I don't have any memory of who my manager <laughs> was. It's a very blurry time for me. I don't know. Um, <laughs> And you know you like to have fun with coworkers. You like to laugh at work. You like to build relationships. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't do that because I don't. I'm not fluent in Spanish, and mm-hmm. they all spoke Spanish. So, <laughs> um, so there was that as well. And it was just it was a very interesting job, um, <laughs> not one that I would say I miss per se. Um, and yet, I guess it it gave me some great experience because to this day I can still fold a fitted sheet so there's that that's a skill you know a lot of people can't do that
0: yeah no I had to look that up on YouTube yeah so like you said that you don't know who your manager is like who did you quit (laughs) who did you tell you quit
1: um one of the ladies you you know I (laughs) I I think she understood me because you know after I gave my notice I didn't come anymore so no one called me after that so okay (laughs) I'm pretty sure I quit in the proper way. Um, yeah. But I don't know that she was in charge, or you know, just I had to tell whoever I could see. So yeah. So that's what I did.
0: And and would you go back? To job? Um, I wouldn't.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, you're done.
0: No. Done folding. Gosh, that had to suck. Like you just have to take hot sheet Hot. Hot.
1: Mm-hmm. And it was hot, hot in there, you know. Mm. And no windows. And no one to talk to. Like that okay. would have made it a little more fun if I could have communicated what with my coworkers. The- uh 2000 99 2000 somewhere in so that did range did we
0: even have like iPods
1: no all the things, I think know? maybe I had like I think I had a pager I'm pretty sure no, I had a pager not. I swear to you I did I
0: never had I did. a
1: pager I had a pager before I had my first cell phone um so I did I had a pager so You're kind of a big deal if you have a pager in yeah. school yeah Yeah you know, all the pager codes you know You <laughs> have no idea <laughs> I don't I don't remember many of them but <laughs> yeah. um it was fun it was fun and I I I appreciate that that's a memory from the past. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. All
0: right, what you got for me? It better be good and don't embarrass me. All right. Or do, actually. I don't care.
1: Yeah. It's fine, right? It's fine. Everything's um, fine. What's your favorite thing about being a mom? Oh,
0: man. My fa- too many things. Um, my favorite thing about being a mom is probably just watching them get it like when light bulbs click or like when light bulbs go off or like they have like example like Riley she had a really horrible year last year um it was her first year of middle school and she's a girl and that's the worst literally middle school is the worst nobody wants to go back there and so like when when she has a year like she has this year like last week she just got a cult champion or or whatever that is it's student of the month for middle schoolers and, and she's so proud, and she's on A, B, honor roll, and she's, when they get it, that's, when, when you watch them grow into themselves, when they, and it's hard, because they're like figuring themselves out, mm-hmm. and what do they believe, and what do they, you know, who are they, and what do they want to be, and what do they stand for, mm-hmm. as they're trying to f- figure that out, and try to figure out how to stand for things in a way that is influential sure, versus, you know, bullying or just like ramrodding your way through things like (laughs) watching them get it and you know um slowly like refining those skills and oh and he's you know he's a little bit emotional and so like watching him kind of grow in strength and like I've got I've got four other kids that I could talk about but just all of the different milestones and some of my kids have come from not good situations and watching them go from habits that were created in a really ugly situation to just a complete mindset change yeah is it's powerful and it it first of all gives me hope for me like i can grow anybody anybody can grow sure and like, it's just it's a it's a reminder that you know we are we are people and we are resilient, and we really can do anything and overcome anything. And that's my favorite part is watching that process, yeah, sometimes it's stressful, though it is, yeah, it is.
1: <laughs> and then you're like, you know what? We're just gonna do a scavenger hunt. <laughs> if y'all ever need a scavenger hunt, Noah is your girl. She will build you a custom one. So. I'm a big fan of
0: scavenger hunts. I like to do. I like to make people look funny. Yeah. That's that's my satisfaction actually. Yeah. Like hey, I
1: have all these kids, they will be my entertainment, that's yeah. your that's your pay, <laughs> that's what you owe me. Well, And that's one of my favorite things about you, you always find the fun and if you can't find it, you're going to make it and yeah. I think that's, that has over, it's just awesome. I love that you always are looking for the fun.
0: Well thank you, I, I can't be bored, I no. hate being bored. You're not a boring person. No. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Are
1: you ready for your last one? I'm ready. Okay. What is your most embarrassing
0: moment? Oh, goodness.
1: Okay. I know what it is. So (laughs) I was in sixth grade. Middle school. School. Middle school. Yeah. We just talked about how bad middle school is. Um, And I'm going to have to spare a few details on this one. So I was in sixth grade, um, had just finished gym class. Mm. Usually we would change because um, we had to wear a gym uniform, usually yeah. we would change in the locker room. Right. For whatever reason, the lo- uh, extra people were in the locker room, like so. Some of us changed in the bathroom, and it was a fairly big bathroom, lots of stalls, all the things. Sure. Um, well, in the midst of changing, there was a fire drill. Oh. Okay. Um, I wasn't aware of the fire drill. <laughs> <laughs> Can you see? Can you see where this is headed? Well, I think so. Um, <laughs> I wasn't aware that there would be a fire drill that day, so. My first thought is, this could be a real fire, right? <laughs> no. So everyone else in the bathroom is panicking. Um, I am not fully dressed, and yet I had on enough to, <laughs> to go outside in case it was a real fire, okay? Um, and so, so that's what I did. Um, and so on <laughs> running through the halls, I, I finished getting dressed. Um, yeah. And you know what? It was a drill. It was not a real fire. <laughs> <laughs> so I would have appreciated a heads up that day. Yeah. Because yeah, most days, most times that there was a fire mm-hmm. drill, They'd tell us on the morning announcement. Or you had clothes on. Or I had clothes on. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, because that would be preferred. Um, But usually they'd tell us on the morning announcement, right? Right. They would say something like, you know, today between this period and this period, there's going to be a drill. Yeah, there was no heads up that day. So um, Uh, I chose safety over being fully clothed. Yeah. Um, And yet only a few people saw me in the hallway. So it could have been a lot more embarrassing than it was. I love that. And I survived, so. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: um, lesson learned there yeah. is to maybe check. Did anybody else run out of yeah. the bathroom? Yeah, there
1: a few other girls, like too. No,
0: like, half clothed. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, so and you weren't alone in it. Correct. At least, so. uh, you know, there were several of us running down the hallway. Right, which is better than just one. Like, what did you end? up Can I ask? Like, what did you end up like actually having on? <laughs> like, can I ask that? You um, don't have to share. But. My shirt wasn't on, but yeah, you know, you had the top. Yeah, the top part was covered. Um, and then, you know, <laughs> running through the halls to get out with yeah. with everyone else, um, right. I ended up getting my shirt back on before so. you got into like before the, I was outside. You know, yeah. before I was in the line where the teacher does the attendance to make sure you're all good. there, um, cool. I would I was clothed for the the name check in. Perfect. So. so when they said Erica Lawrence, yes, and you said here, mm-hmm. and everybody's eyes were on you, I I was good. Okay. Yeah, I was probably sweating and bright red, <laughs> um, and yet I was present. I didn't burn down in the fire, <laughs> and I was closed. So was well. yeah, thanks cool. for asking. that. You're so well, <laughs> so glad to share mm-hmm. that. Um, okay, are you ready for your last question? I'm ready for my okay. last question. It better be good. I've got two. I'm trying to Ooh. think which one.
0: Go for... How... Wait, I had a serious one? I had two serious
1: ones. No, you had a fun one. I started with the oh, fun that's right, one. That's right, that's right, that's um, right. Okay, I'm going to go with a semi-serious one. Actually, I'm going to make it a two-partner. Okay. All right, so how do you recover from a bad day? And where does all this energy come from? I think you get, I've seen you get asked that question a lot. You have so much energy all the time. Yeah. Where does it come from, and how do you recover from a bad day?
0: I think the answer to both questions is the same. I'm certain it's God. Yeah. I don't know where else it comes from. Um, I was born this way. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Um, I've always been like this. I've I've always been high energy. I have a diagnosis. (laughs) It's ADHD. Um, emphasis on the H, the hyperactivity. Um, I drink a lot of caffeine. Um, I don't feel energetic. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like, even well, you're just used to who you are and how you show up. I think. Yeah, I don't ever feel like I'm. I've learned over the years that I'm a lot sometimes when you know I am high energy and people aren't ready for it. So I, I think it's just natural. Yeah, and I think it's just it's just part of who I am. I enjoy doing things. I enjoy being active, but here's one thing that I know if I am not around people, I'm not as active. I'm not as high energy. So I actually really do pull my energy from people. Oh, I think others. you're that way too. I am. Yeah. <clears throat> I thrive <throat>
1: off of the energy of other people for sure. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: and so um, when I'm in a room, I definitely feel that energy and um, that excitement and I, I feed off of that hugely. Um, what was the first part of the question?
1: And then how do you recover from a bad day? Oh,
0: this is good. Okay. So one of the things that I, since I feed off of the energy of other people, one of the things that I have always struggled with, like for eternity, since for as long as I can remember is being alone. I cannot be alone very long or very well. It's kind of like my mind starts going. Well, in through the process of the past three, four years of what I've been kind of going through and growing through, um, I have really learned to be still and be quiet and be alone. And that's—I I know that that sounds crazy, but like I really do now recharge in my alone time. Mm-hmm. But I'm not just alone; I'm in prayer. Mm-hmm. I'm in the Bible i'm seeking direction from god or sometimes i just sit there with like sit there in the in his presence and i just i soak in the peace and then once once i realize like hey this has all worked out already it releases my stress and it releases my anxiety and i'm ready to go about my day sometimes it takes me five minutes sometimes it takes me an hour and a half two hours mm-hmm. it just depends on whatever the gravity yeah. the weight of the situation is but that's one of the things that is brand new with me. I used to, I mean, you could, you could go back years and look through my, my camera roll. You will never see me alone. Mm-hmm. And it, it crowds of people in my house all the time, and that's what I preferred. And you know, now it's like, I can tell my kids, I can be like, hey, mommy needs a minute. And I can go be alone. And that's what I do. That's that, after a bad day, I just literally hand it off here God you got this from here because if I handle this it's going south real quick right but if you take it
1: yeah we're gonna be a better
0: outcome. <laughs> yes. yeah. like, this is not my cross to yeah. carry and you don't even want to do it the way I want to do it so
1: you take it away right you got this yeah so that's yeah and I was do. that was one one of my favorite things you shared with me somewhat recently was you know when you're driving in the car sometimes right because I like to use that time to make phone calls, to listen to an audio book, sometimes music. Yeah. And, um, you know, sometimes just having silence, right, yeah. can bring so much peace and some awesome conversations with God that you may or may not have had um, without that silence. Yeah. so so much runs through our head well, yeah. all throughout the day.
0: Yeah, and when, when you're listening to music, you you're distracted by the lyrics or when you're listening to an audiobook you're you're distracted by the content and one of the things that i found too is when i am alone and i turn off i turn off the radio turn off everything and it's just quiet first of all i can hear my thoughts
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the, and so it brings a lot of clarity in that time i think it's not just about like getting the peace i think just having the clarity oh, that's what's running through my mind because it's it's fuzzy when you have the music on and you're you're thinking about something yeah when you when you shut everything off your mind has the opportunity to run and you have the opportunity to actually hear it without being distracted, without being confused, without having, you know, I'm thinking about this right now and then, oh, squirrel, you know, that's me, probably not you, but that's how <laughs> I, I have it. my distractions too, for Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know who told me that? What? Who told me to do that, to sit in my car, just drive with the radio off? Who? Link Carlin. Oh. He okay. to- He's a smart man. No, he, well, he is. <laughs> he is. We love him. But like he told me that one day, yeah. if, and I was like high anxiety for some reason. I don't mm. remember why. And he was like, "Did you turn off your radio? Like you should just drive with your radio off." And I was like, "Hmm, I'm gonna try that." Yeah. And it changed everything.
1: Yeah. I think it's great advice. It's solid advice. Yeah. And I appreciate you sharing that with me because I've done it, you know, several times since then, and um, it's awesome—the clarity and the peace that it brings. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. All right. Well, now you guys know a lot about us. Yes.
0: <laughs> Maybe too much. Yeah. Um, so here's here's the deal. This is what we're going to do. We're going to bring you a podcast every week, right? Yes. Can you commit to that? I yeah. sure can. I can commit to that. Uh, and our intention with this podcast is that we add value to, our, to your life. Um, we want to share uh, what we know and what we've experienced, and we want to just kind of help you understand that you're not alone in this business journey you're not alone you know leadership too like when you're at the top like it's a lonely place to be and you're not you're not alone and if you're going through something like really difficult and you feel stuck in life kind of like what erica was saying you know if your life is in you know complete disarray your business and, and your leadership kind of follows along it'll with overflow it. yeah and so we just we just hope to help you feel like you have a community of people Um, that you are that you are not alone and that we are all going through similar things and maybe along the way we'll make you laugh yeah you think we will and you know what I might even make somebody cry like in a good way I think so I I think a lot
1: of really fun things will happen along the way yeah
0: I think so too I don't want to make you cry or me cry because like we have to talk (laughs) do you think we're going to cry
1: it's possible i hope you don't cry yeah
0: <laughs> that would give up, give like my my tough woman exterior like it yeah. will sell me out yeah we can't have that no all right guys that's all we have do you have anything else that
1: you want to say i don't this was fun and i can't Super wait to fun. share more i'm excited all right
0: guys till next time have a good day
1: and go make the way